0: Creating business isn't about doing hashtag all the things. It's about doing the right thing at the right time to create systems for success. Welcome to the Master the Sales Game podcast. Each week, I'll be sharing specific strategies, tactics, and practical know-how from myself and other successful business owners helping you grow and scale your business. I'm your host, Susan McVeigh, helping you master the sales game and sell with more ease without the sleeves. I'm excited to have you here. Thanks for spending time with me today. Now, let's get started. Hey, thanks so much for this episode. Thank you, Anne. This was inspired from Anne submitting a question and letting me know that she's wondering How do you actually pivot? How do you pivot and specifically attract a new audience? And while she asked me this a little bit ago, I thought this was super timely with what's happening in the world right now to be able to pick this up and be able to give you some golden nuggets to be able to help you, especially if this question is on your mind Two. So let's dive in deep. This one is for you, Anne. So thank you so much for sparking this idea. And let's talk about the three main things that I want to talk through in this episode. So number one, we're going to talk about what you need to figure out before you actually pivot. Number two is how to not completely lose your audience while you're in this transition, while you are actually making the shift and pivoting over. And then number three is when. When do you actually make the shift and how? How does that actually happen? So we'll talk high level uh, because again, obviously your individual business circumstances are going to vary, but if you need any help or support on this, Be sure to find me over on the Instagrams, slide into my DMs, let me know what other questions that you might have as a result of your personal situation so that I can serve you better. So number one, what do you need to figure out before you actually start to pivot? And sometimes this is forced upon you. Like right now, you may find that you're in a situation, you're in a circumstance that is forced based on the external things that are going on, whether it's the uh, macro environment, the micro environment, the external circumstances of the right now we're going through a pandemic. So is it a crisis? What is happening that makes you feel like you need to pivot? So number one, when you think about what you need to figure out is I want to encourage you not to throw baby out with the bathwater. Now, I know sometimes it feels like you need to flip the tables, burn the bridges, just tear the house down. I'm more of a moderate, I will be honest, (laughs) in case you haven't been able to tell through the course of listening to this podcast, but I highly recommend and encourage you to actually think about the things that are still working. I know that sometimes it gets frustrating because as humans, our personal nature is to focus and especially as high performers, high achievers, we're constantly up leveling, like raising the bar. And so your eye is always on the prize. Like what's next? What's ahead and how to go even further, farther, faster, better, stronger, right? All of those things, which are great things to be Uh, striving for. But at the same time, I think we lose sight of the things that are already working really well. The things that are already giving you a lot of joy, that are giving you results, that are helping your clients in ways that you might not have even thought about. And so right now, I don't want you to do anything prematurely. Although money does love speed and money loves action. Money also loves strategy and money loves peace and calm. And so not all money is good money. And this is a perfect example of where sometimes uh, doing things that are so out of character or out of brand don't always make the most sense. Now, sometimes they do. And the only one that gets to decide, and we're going to talk about this more in point number three is you. But at the same time, I want you to actually create some stillness and some silence and some space, some margin to be able to actually sit with what is coming up what is prompting this desire? Because usually when I dig into this with my pain clients, there is something behind this nagging feeling, this desire, this poking at your soul that is eating away at you and making you feel like you need to make a change. So sometimes it's not as severe or drastic as you need to, to do it. It needs to be sometimes just A small, one degree of pivot, one small pivot, not a complete 180. So not everything needs to go. In my experience, that has always been the case. In over 20 plus years and doing business now across different industries, helping clients in multiple different areas, not everything is bad. In fact, most things are actually really good. But again, because of human nature, we focus on the one or two things that are not working so well. And we forget about the 98 or 99 different things out of that 100% that actually are working, that are giving us results, that are giving us joy, that are giving us peace and calm. So what I want you to identify first is the key areas that actually aren't working. And more importantly, Why that is because I think when we get right down to the brass tacks of it and we can identify and isolate is it a person? Is it a system? Is it a strategy? Is it a tactic? Like, what specifically is it about that thing that is not making you feel aligned? So, in this case, some of this pivot is around the audience, the people that you serve. So, here's the thing as your business evolves, the people that you serve will shift. Will they shift drastically? It depends. It depends, right? And I'm going to share a little bit more in uh, point number two with a an example. But I want you to identify that if you feel like the people that you want to serve, and so I'll give you right now an example from a client that I uh, had worked with over a number of years uh, when I first started my business, and we're dear friends now. So when she first started working with me, she had a very successful offline uh, consultancy business. She was uh, doing really well, multiple six figures, but wanted to be able to move some of her business online. And at the time, a lot of her business, she was a a corporate consultant, was done face-to-face. So she was physically going into an office most days of the week, and it was starting to feel very much like a burden. So when she started working with me, she said, I think I need to pivot my audience. I need to work with different people because they are forcing me to go into a physical office, which I don't mind doing from time to time, but it's starting to feel like a job and I don't want to resent my clients. I don't want to resent my work because I very much still find it very fulfilling. What can I do? And so when we sat down and reviewed who is she uniquely suited to serve and who could she work with in the online space, what we identified for her because remember the audience that she was serving in her offline corporate consulting business were corporate CEOs yeah mostly corporate CEOs that were founders of businesses that were located physically in her town in her city she worked uh, and is located in a major metropolitan city in the US and we decided that that is not the audience for her online business. Her online business now, it makes most sense for her to work with the people who are like her, the people that she wants to serve that are in the situation that she was in six, seven, gosh, almost 10 years ago now, uh, when she first started her offline corporate consulting business. There are a lot of corporate professionals that love what they do that perhaps have been fired once or twice, and they are no longer wanting to uh, be a master of somebody else's domain. They want to be the master of their own domain and be able to call the shots and call their hours and still do their craft, but do it in a way that feels good for them to be a consultant. And so when we realized this, and I was able to help her to really nail the fact that this audience needs her and needs to know how she was able to build her own business doing this specific thing, things got a lot easier. And so she did not have to let go of her existing business. Not at all. In fact, she was able to decide exactly when she wanted to let go of them. And we're going to talk a little bit more and and kind of weave this example all throughout this episode. So I want you to keep this story in mind as we move along to point number two. But what I want you to figure out is if you feel like, uh, like my client did, that the audience just wasn't right. Like she just was not fulfilled. She needed to make a pivot. I want you to figure out, is it you and where you are in your business? Or is it them simply because the natural evolution of how you can help and serve them has ended? Because let's face it, at some point, the the people that you serve, you may no longer want to serve them. There's a natural end point. So if, We use another example. If you are a relationship expert and you help people find the love of their life. So I have a wonderful, amazing client who actually does this thing. And so really when they find the love of their life and they have a stable, long-term relationship, whatever that looks like for them. So whether they get married or they declare themselves, uh, that is kind of the end point. Her work is done because... That was the whole point. And so the natural endpoint for those clients happens. So is it because of something like that and you no longer want to work with those types of folks? So if we use that as an example, that client, if she decided, I don't really want to help people find the love of their lives. I want the people who have the love of their lives, but they're struggling to communicate effectively and bring intimacy back into their lives. Those are the people that I want to work with Well, now it becomes you need to pivot. You need to pivot and you need to make that adjustment and you need to serve people that are very different than who you were serving before and actually is a bit of a natural progression, right? From where she was and where she ended to now where she can keep going. So once you've answered these questions, we're going to move on to step number two, which is. How do you not completely lose the audience that you already have? Because oftentimes doing a complete 90 degree turn or a complete 180 degree pivot is very challenging because it often means that you're serving two different client types, two different audiences, and two different avatars. And that means that you have different messages, which as our good friend, Donald Miller likes to say, when you confuse, you lose. So how do you do this without being confusing? Well, I'm going to bring back my client that I shared in example number one, and I'm also going to share an example of an online social media influencer that you may be familiar with as well, because I want to make sure that we paint the picture between how this could happen and the time that you need to provide But at the same time, if you're listening to this episode and you've listened to a couple episodes back with my interview with Ross Johnson, he's pivoted a few times, especially with his audience. And his has gone like this, like, boom, he decided and shifted and changed all of his messaging. So I'm going to give you a different perspective than what Ross has done, because I think for some It's not gonna feel as easy as just I've made a decision I can cut the cord and then move on it might feel a little bit more scary it might feel a little bit like you have to take that leap of faith in order to be able to make that big jump and you may or may not be as readily available to do that and I totally recognize that and so I want to give you some uh, help and strategies that will allow you to be able to gradually make the transition so the client that wanted to do that corporate consultancy. So what we did was she still held on to all of her corporate consulting clients as we were building out this online brand. And truth be told, it happened within the span of about a month. So all of her online social media on Facebook and Instagram, we decided that that was for the new audience, her LinkedIn groups, and her LinkedIn profile was optimized for her offline corporate consultancy. And so That's what people knew her for. That's where she got a lot of referrals from. They would check her out, stalk her, do all of the the LinkedIn connections and all of that kind of stuff. And so it was a very well-established social media profile for her. We did not want to rock the boat. And so we decided to leave that for the time being and focus our time and efforts and attention on Facebook and on Instagram because those were newer social media platforms. She did not have the depth of knowledge or experience or the audience for this particular um, area of focus, right? So online, she was building an online business, but helping people that wanted to do exactly what she had built, which was to start their own consultancy practice and get that fully booked with their own clients as consultants. And so when she got that clarity and she was able to see what is the different types of content, the messaging and the needs, the problems that they would have that she could solve, It moved very, very quickly. And in fact, within her first four weeks, her Facebook group was hopping. She was able to get a lot of leads and prospects and calls getting booked. She had increased the number of calls. I think it was by like 200% just by implementing some simple strategies that we put in place in order to help her to get clear on the audience, get clear on her message, and to make sure that that pivot made sense for who she wanted to serve. It happened fairly gradually but it also happened fairly quickly now in 30 days to about 60 days she was able to start having real deep meaningful sales conversations with the right people and have them signing up to her coaching programs and packages not only her 1-on-1 but also getting her ready to launch a group program as well so that's my client right now i want to give you the example of jasmine star because uh, I adore Jasmine. I think she's amazing. I and I she's fairly new to me to be honest. Um I only found her maybe about a year ago. And I was shocked to hear That she actually has been in social media for quite some time, building her online business as a photographer, as an influencer. And that's what she was known for. She was known in the creative space for photography and helping other photographers build their business. And at some point, she realized, I don't want to help just photographers. And I don't mean just, I use air quotes for that, uh, meaning that they're uh, less than. I mean that she didn't want to limit herself because she realized that she could help more people than uh, photographers. But here's the thing. We all start somewhere and we all focus on who we know and what we do because it's a lot easier to speak that language. And so for Jasmine being able to help fellow photographers, because that's what she did, it was a lot easier for her to gain traction, become known in her niche, and to really start catapulting ahead of the crowd to become that go-to expert. But once she had that, and once she knew that I'm meant for more, I can help so many more people if I just allowed myself to open the doors, release the floodgates, and be able to now call myself a business strategist. And so this happened gradually when she had shared uh, behind the scenes, I think on social media, a little bit more about what that transition actually looked like. When she planned this all, it ended up being about a 12 to 18-month process of gradually adjusting her messaging, gradually adjusting her audience, attracting more of the um, people that she wanted that weren't just in the photography niche, broadening her scope outside of uh, those particular creatives and addressing her content in a way that invited other business owners, not just photographers to be able to look at her as somebody uh, that they could use as an expert somebody that they wanted to mentor them somebody that could provide them with guidance and expertise and advice and so for Jasmine her journey took a longer period of time right so i've given you now three different examples and if you want to go and listen to Ross's interview go and check out i think episode number 35. It's going to be in the show notes below, but you're going to want to listen to that because he explains how quickly he was able to pivot his audience and his positioning and build brand new businesses because he's done it three times plus. (laughs) And now I've given you two other examples with two very different timelines. And the reason for this is because you can pick the one that is best suited for you. There is no rule that says it must be done this way or this way or this way. Pick something that fits for you, just decide, and then go forth and conquer. Number three, when we talk about the third piece to this, is when to make the shift and how do you decide? So we've talked a little bit about this with point number two, right? And the reason why we are talking about... This kind of together. And so I'll I'll talk a little bit more in detail how you don't completely lose the audience that you have. um, And why this is important in when you make the shift and how you do this is because there may still be people in your audience that are going to move along with you. Again, if we go back to point number one, don't throw baby out with the bathwater. There are going to be folks that are super fans, as Pat Flynn likes to call them, and they want to keep going with you all throughout they are the ones that love you for you and even if your area of focus shifts slightly they're in it for the long they're the they're the rider dies right they're the ones that are right to you until you're done so you get to decide when you want to pull the plug on the thing that is no longer working for you if, if it's no longer giving you joy or excitement or alignment if it's exhausting you i want you to consider Um, what is the price that you're paying to continue to do the thing that you are not so excited about? Um, Sometimes external factors such as what is happening right now in the marketplace can help kind of give you a kick in the butt. But at the end of the day, it's ultimately, it's your choice. So some business owners have decided right now that they want to hit pause. They are not going to pivot. It's going to take up too much time and resources and energy. But if you are like Anne and you have decided that I think I want to pivot, I think I want to serve a different audience, but how do I go about doing that? Well, the logistics of that are actually quite simple. So the the bare bones that I can explain this is once you know who you want to serve, go out and find them because they're waiting for you. And if you have decided that this is so important that you want to be able to serve them, that you want to be able to help them, and that you have something that can actually serve and help them, then what are you waiting on? (laughs) Go for it. Don't make it more complicated than it needs to be. This is where even if you have one person, one person that that fits the bill, that matches the person that you want to serve and see more of in your communities and your audiences and be able to pour into and love on... Just focus on that one person and find out everything that you can about that one person because I'm going to tell you, it's a lot easier to clone your best client or the best version of your best client than it is to chase after 10, 100, or 1,000 of hypotheticals. If you're able to go after the one person that you know that you would love to be able to serve and you pour into them and you find out everything that you can about what they do where they go, what they're struggling with, why they would need you, and where they would find information if they were seeking your help, then you're going to show up everywhere that they want you to be. And that is where you become omnipresent or it's almost like you're stalking them. (laughs) I don't mean in a creepy way, but they start to realize like, wow, I see you all over the place. My clients, when I first started, and even now, uh, they will tell me, I see you all over the place like you are just everywhere and I'm not. I'm only in the places where I know my ideal clients would want me to be and be looking for me and where I can continue to serve them. And so when you have that clarity, when you know that that audience is the one that you want to serve, you can pivot at any time. You can uh, switch it up at any time. The ultimate decision is up to you. And so I invite you right now, if what I'm saying to you is resonating with you, if you feel like, hell yes, I need to serve the people that I'm waiting on. And even if you have one person right now in your audience, ask them, where do you hang out? Where would you be looking for me? How did you find me? Where did we connect? Where are you looking for more information? Like the things that I talk about, they are a Fountain of information, and they can help you take the next best step so that you can keep going to serve this new audience in a deeper, bigger, more meaningful way. And you do not have to worry about step number 10. I want you to focus right here, right now, on the very next step that will allow you to engage and build relationships with those folks that are needing you the most. And this is exactly what my client has done in the past. This is exactly what I saw Jasmine Starr do. I've done this in different iterations in my own business because as you may or may not be aware of, I serve two very different client bases with my corporate consulting arm and my uh, coaching consulting for my online business owners, my solopreneurs that sell and market themselves directly. So I know that this can work for you if this is something that has been put on your heart. Just decide, take the leap, and then map it out. If I can help you at all, send me an Instagram message. I'm at Susan McVeigh, and just let me know where you're struggling so that I can help serve you. Now, if you know that you need to be able to understand exactly what to do, what to say when you are helping these people, Regardless of who's in your audience right now, you know that you can help them and you want to have meaningful conversations and connections that are going to help you to convert those connections and conversations into paying clients. I'm going to invite you to come and join us for our upcoming program. Uh, doors will opening be opening shortly here. And if you want more information, go ahead and grab your spot, my friend, over at SusanMcVay.com forward slash S-W-M-E waitlist. I can't wait to see you on the other side and we will see you over in the next podcast episode. Thanks so much. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this week's podcast episode. Go ahead and hit subscribe and leave us a review in case you haven't had an opportunity to do that. It allows us to help so many more people if you are able to share and let us know how we're doing in your neck of the woods. And if you haven't already joined my waitlist for Sales Mastery Society, my exclusive community where I share way more information like you've been enjoying here on this podcast, what are you waiting for? The doors are going to be opening up soon, and I am super excited to be celebrating your success next. You could be just like some of my clients inside of the community, where we have been celebrating brand new clients, $195,000 in sales in two days, being able to exceed incomes left behind with uh, jobs from being a professor, and all other kinds of wins that have been so so amazing to be able to celebrate. Grab your seat the link is below and we will see you on the other side. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Be sure to let me know what you think by leaving a review so I know how best to serve you. If you're enjoying this show don't forget to share and hit subscribe so you know when the next show is up. See you next time.